Welcome to SlayerFest98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and joining me for this first episode of Loki, I have the author of Surrender Your Sons. Adam Sass. Hi, Adam. Hi. And in the next corner, I have freelance entertainment journalist and comic book writer. Stephanie Williams. And last but not least, I have senior reporter and producer at Decider.com. Hi, it's Brett White. Hi, everyone. I feel like this is like the like nerd all-star episode. (laughs) Well, this is a nerd all-star episode of television. (laughs) True. (laughs) This is like nerds only. So we are here to discuss the first episode of Loki. Um... What do you have first reactions at the top of this? I'm trying to switch it up a little bit. Also, I'm going to tell you all, <laughs> I haven't taken the photo for this yet, so if anyone has any good ideas, let me know. <laughs> if any pop into your head. A uh, clock! <laughs> I, was look- Just... I literally was looking for clocks around the house. I was like, what would be cool? Nope, none of these would work. <laughs> your dad has to have some old watch. Well, he has like my like grandpa Crawford's old. There's like this like fucking huge wall clock that doesn't work and is like, made of like dark wood but it just looks like a horror movie house or like a racist house which that oh, this where came from <laughs> like he was like my grandpa would be like oh my dad built this blah 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 so you know that's like the only mm. clock we have okay um yeah what was stephanie what was your first thought on this episode uh i loved it um i thought that it was a nice blend of both WandaVision, more WandaVision than um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I thought it was like a nice blend of both. And by that, I mean like the the type of storytelling for for the each first episode for those series. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way that they did do the exposition in this. So um, I'm ready. Um, also got two Black women in the first episode. So, you know, I was living. Yes, I I was I was like, ooh, I see what I see. Marvel's like putting two black women. Oh my god! Like when we saw, uh, um, I forget the what's the woman's name who was at the. I know the actress's name, but I forget the character. Uh, Wumi Musaku. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was B fifteen yeah. or yeah. I was like, oh, Hunter, ooh. who um, that, that time loop moment was. <laughs> Adam, what was your? I loved. Um, first I had a good time. Listen, I was I was ready for some. Um, fantasy marvel shenanigans after um that that hard-boiled realism of falcon winter soldier um i was ready to kind of like get back into the like and i'm such a multiverse dimensional time travel i'm such a time travel person period so i was really happy to kind of get into this and have it explore kind of a new fantasy world and like the mad rapport stuff was my favorite part of falcon winter soldier anytime it's like let's just get out of reality a little bit um, I don't know. Don't look into that. I'm not going to investigate that too much. Me wanted to um, <laughs> depart this <laughs> lived experience. Um, but no, I had a really good time. And, um, you know, it was a little set up which is, um, you know, it's MCU. Yeah. Um, but, and I, and I always, always, always wish they just dropped two episodes at once. But, um, but I am not Kevin Feige. So, <laughs> uh, Brett, what was your first reaction? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking basic. Uh, love everything. No, I mean, I, I also prefer the... I mean, it's just so weird. It's so... It is so black humor. Like, it's very like The Office meets True Detective times Rick and Morty. <laughs> like, it's just pulling from all these dark, disparate, weird places. All of the little mundane humor, like the whole metal detector gag. I'm like, yeah. that. I live for that mm-hmm. stuff. But 
the like extended scene of just Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston acting was I thought, I mean, it was some of the best television I've seen in so long and some of the best writing and like set design. Like it's just Marvel should get credit for uh, they don't play it safe. And I think that a lot of people (laughs) that act that are that call themselves, you know, movie Twitter and whatnot. Uh-oh, think Brent, that they play it safe. Here we go. Here we yeah, go. No, yeah, let's get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what I said. <laughs> this is what I said in my review. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> but like, if you if you want to do a safe Marvel TV show, you do Agents of Shield. You do not do Wandavision mm-hmm. or Loki. Like. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't have to do this Listen, for wait, some reason i, I want to yeah, say a true. disclaimer i do like agents of shield it was <laughs> i i you know ming na wen was my favorite interview i did last year i need to just put that out there i understand the problems people have with it it's fine <laughs> those fans seem to understand though that shit ain't canon anymore <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> See, and you've got some you got some fancy guests on this show. All of a sudden, your coverage is a little skewed. <laughs> All of a yeah. sudden, you're not so quick to a, an opinion. Oh, Ian sell things. out? Shocking. Who knew? Ah. <laughs> I'll do whatever the fuck it takes. In the year 2021, no, if you're mean, giving I, me I, money? I agree. I thought this was taking like a lot of great you know, risks and chances. And, and was really, because and, and again, the, the, the sign of taking chances is, Patience. This was a very slow burn patience story. It took its time bringing us in. And I, I you know, I think I kept thinking like there was a moment in it when I said, mm, this is becoming a little tedious because we had already seen a lot of the like, this is your life clips. Um, but then that only lasted for maybe two minutes. And then I was like, <clears throat> wait, I'm back in because I do think Tom Hiddleston, the advantage he has here is that he is so charming. And mm-hmm. I'm not like, a huge stan of his, but like I was remembering how enjoyable he is to watch on screen throughout this first episode. And like just him, like slip sliding around this agency where he doesn't know shit. He's being humbled. I, I, it was very enjoyable. And I liked all the other actors were also really good. And, you know, I think we were introduced. I mean, I don't know if all three of them will be main characters or whatever, but we were introduced to them enough that it's like, we get a handle on, well, especially Mobius um, and I, I liked that. I liked it, it was it was slow, but it was it wasn't too it didn't feel like crawling. I don't know. The, like, clearly, they had a lot of. Things to present, right, to remind yeah. us, like like their mother's death, which they have retroactively made Dark World so much more important. Um, and I do appreciate that because it bothered me in Dark World that their mom died and it was like. Oop, we paused for a second. Now we're gonna keep going. It's no big deal. And then didn't talk about it till fucking endgame. Dark um, World has become like the Nexus being of the MCU, where it's just like Dark very, World and Age of Ultra. <laughs> it's like weirdly yeah, it's, like the crux. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually going to, you know, like Age of Ultron, they kept trying to like push that. And it's like, but actually, no. Or <laughs> the Dark World, you can go back and you can say, okay. I I get I get it. Like I can feel differently about this movie. Age it's of Ultron. Fine. It's fine. I, yeah. <laughs> Good luck staying awake. I'm happy for the <laughs> phase two retconning. Um, yes. Right. I will say, uh, I've always been a fan of the Thor movies. Not because I think I think for the first Thor. I mean, I haven't revisited in a while. I remember really loving that Dark World. I remember being like, eh. But I think that Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston's chemistry is always just really fun. Um, and like throw in Kat Dennings, who I love, like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. 
and she, you know, she had a boyfriend named Ian in Dark World. I was like, great, good for me. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. But so this show. Oh, and a thing I have to ask all three of you that I feel like one of you will know. Was that Frigga and Loki scene that we saw? Was that a new scene? Where no, it's like right was... after his capture? No, that was that was in yeah. Dark World. Was it? We mm-hmm. just recently rewatched it because okay. there was a whole bunch of movies my husband hadn't seen, and so I was taking him through them. And so he was very impatient with the recapness of this episode because <laughs> we had just watched everything. <laughs> um, Disney yeah. Plus is counting on Dark World's reputation, meaning that no one's watched it in six they, years yeah, right. or something. <laughs> this, you know, that scene yeah. was new to a lot of viewers. So there you go. Yeah, right. I just like couldn't remember. I was like, mm, is this like I, my role in my head? I was like, oh, is this like B roll like they did with Natalie Portman in Endgame? Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think it's so iconic. I love when, like the MCU, which is so polished and like you know, like very very like image you know cult- cultivated, um, really shows the like the film's flaws. Like the the like <laughs> oh, this clearly was they had some footage or oh that they, oh they they had to they had. They were losing daylight. They needed to just get that quickly. <laughs> it's the flaw in the in the. In the or they only the, had Kat Dennings on set for an hour, so she just crashes a car and leaves the rest yeah. of the series. It's, right, it's just a PA in a wig with glasses on. It wasn't even. It's. Yeah. I mean, speaking about that, like I, it's going to be very interesting to see how Loki deals with the pandemic because I do think that unlike Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision, which had the misfortune of already having a lot shot before everything had to shut down to them. They both those, both those series suffered a lot for all of those changes. Um, I, but like Loki, I think had only been shooting for a couple weeks. And so part of me wonder, like I'm hoping that, you know, they actually were able to figure out what they were doing and were going to give us, you know, a, uh, a thought out six part story that doesn't have to pivot halfway through. (laughs) Which would right. Be nice. Well, that would be good. I mean, I know that I think the Loki writer has, who is working a lot on the Multiverse of Madness. I think I know Multiverse of Madness had a big stop and rethink. Yeah. Um, on the in the script department, but. Um, well, yeah, I actually I think from reading one of your recaps, Brett, that's how I figured. I didn't realize it was the same writer for Multiverse of Madness and this show. Yeah. Um, and Michael I mean, we'll, Waldron. And we'll get there, but I mean, this show like immediately ties into that because they say the word out loud. <laughs> I was Leo pointing meme when they were like, this multiverse could devolve into madness. And I was like, ah, no, that's that one. I was like, they said the thing. They said the thing. <laughs> I paused it. My, my, my husband was getting so impatient with my pausing on this. I was like, what does that gum say? What does that gum say? There's a clue. <laughs> Oh, your husband's and then the love. Nexus Bean situation, I was yeah. like, oh, yes. there's Wanda. There she is. <laughs> we got her. We got our girl. The Nexus moment in the multiverse, and then <laughs> there's madness happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but also, before we get into the beats of the show, Brett, tell us about who you interviewed from this show in the beginning of the week. I interviewed Michael Waldron, the writer. I interviewed Wumi Musaku, who plays B-15. And then I also interviewed Tom Hiddleston. So Ooh, no the movie was so great. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, I mean, like I interviewed, uh, yeah, at 9.40 a.m. on a Monday, <laughs> interviewing Tom Hiddleston via Zoom. Great, great interview energy time. But like what, so like what I think carries through, through Loki, and I think honestly one of the reasons why this character works and persists and is still around and is probably, 
I mean, they're already saying there's going to be a season two of this, which they did not go that far for Wanda and Falcon. Right. Um, I do think it's because Tom Hiddleston's Tom Hiddleston loves Loki more than literally anyone else on Earth. He is so <laughs> passionate. Like I asked him, I asked him a question. First of all, he responds in quotes from movies because he still has all the dialogue memorized. Owen Wilson <laughs> talked about how Tom Hiddleston went around set giving Loki lectures to people and like, hey, Q&A, what do you need to know about Loki? And we just tell them. And he did that to like the props people and like designers so that they could actually like understand his psychology of like Loki and where he's coming from. Like, but I asked him just the question of like, oh, when you're when you were when they were showing all the scenes back. What was it like, you know, having to watch development of a character that you were there, but like your character doesn't remember? And then he he gave this answer that was like, well, you know how like we have memories. And so if a thing that is from the future can also can kind of have like a past recollection. So I was kind of playing it as if I was recalling a memory, but it was of things in the future. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is so it's like I lost you lost me, but this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's I, just I, so enthusiastic see, i'm great. so much more um owen wilson's energy on a set like i'm just like hey i'm just happy to be here all right what am i doing here all right i got the, <laughs> i got the little time loop device thing in my hand okay there we go. <laughs> uh well so uh yeah that's i i think that's really cool that you got to interview them um I also can't tell from that description. I'm like, oh, but he's so charming. But also I might fucking hate someone who's going around set quizzing me on my <laughs> no, job. No, he wasn't quizzing. He was more like he was, I mean, just to not sully the good man's name. <laughs> a lot of like, when Owen Wilson got cast, he said, I went to Tom and was like, can you just tell me like, what am I getting myself into? Oh, yeah. Like I, and then they all, they all positioned it as Tom made himself available to like literally everyone on set to Damn. come and ask him questions. Like he had the, um, the costume department came to him and was like, why does Loki wear that? The, the horns, like, mm. when does he wear them? Why does he wear them? Why does he not wear them? Some like mm -hmm. ask him things like, which I think is kind of evident in this episode when, you know, he's getting uh, all of his clothes disintegrated. And he's like, this is fine as guardian leather, which is like, yeah, I don't know if we would have gotten a detail like that in a previous thing, but mm. like <laughs> Tom Hiddleston's right thought about it. <laughs> Gosh, Taylor Swift is like, enough with the Loki lectures. I don't need that again. <laughs> I forgot she dated. <laughs> yeah. God, fucking weird. I think the internet is better that they are not together because I cannot imagine two more passionate Twitter fandoms. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, we I mean, know we're back. I was like, please choose your words carefully. I don't want to know. Very passionate. <laughs> um, but okay, so the we open on Endgame. Uh, we kind of get all that we see loki step out um stephanie you are a writer of comic books do you think they had this planned the whole time for the show like that's why they had loki do that um, in endgame so uh, this is something that we've been joking about or i've learned that other writers joke about and it's yeah sure we had that planned all along <laughs> um so <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think that um, they did plan it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a thing of we'll have this available and then maybe we might circle back yeah. to it if, yeah. you know, Tom Hiddleston and we can get him back for a contract or whatever. Um, so I'm going to say yes in support that they had this planned all along. <laughs> <laughs> so he transports to the desert which is where we get our first new footage where the show kind of starts um 
And this scene starts the kind of, which I love, the whole show is about almost not like breaking him down, but bringing him down a peg. Uh, and I feel like this starts it, right? Because Loki's telling these people, but then the TVA folks arrive and they are not pressed at all about what's going on. They're just like, oh, we got to get him. We got to bring him back. Blah, blah. He's a variant. I also I also like how like Loki starts that scene talking to like the people that are living in the desert. He's like, I'm here to root. But then the instant that people step out of a teleportation window, he's basically like, oh, uh, bye. I'm going over here. <laughs> like, he just completely goes over to them and then they arrest yeah. his ass. Well, I mean, they, they had a real tough job ahead of them, which is like, this is the Loki who is like, Oh, peak evil. Four hours post genocide of the planet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and we had to get him down to that lovable version that took like a few movies to get him to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so go do that. You're a writer. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go do that. You should know what? That's kind of fun, though. Yeah. Um, because, like, you get to, like, you know, go back and they kind of get to rewrite some of the stuff that Josh Whedon did. As far as like this little dictator that Loki um, was for until he, you know, turned yeah. the corner and became a better person. So <laughs> I love I'm how I'm also playing, playing the scene of him like sucking a man's eye out of its socket. And then Owen's like, no, look, you're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> you're enjoying this. <laughs> I actually forgot. Was I was a like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I honestly had forgotten how like he wasn't. Because, right, like, immediately after, I mean, even starting in Avengers, it starts on that. But, like, immediately after Avengers, he becomes wacky villain who can't really catch a break. Um, but, like, this is still, like, villain villain. And I w when we saw that scene, I was like, wait, what movie is that in? And I was like, oh, that's in Avengers. Because yeah. <laughs> before the Hulk, like, bangs him back and forth. Yeah. Loki is actually, you know, a legitimate villain that you're kind of like, will he stab me? I'm not sure. And you're not really <laughs> joking about it. But like, after, I feel like that moment after, um, you know, his run in with Bruce Banner was the turning point, And we were like, oh, no, you're just you're just right. a lovable fool. You're silly. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, you're cute. <laughs> you were the Michael me. Cohen of this universe. Oh my god! <laughs> <You were> gonna... <laughs> I was a little freaked out by you, but now you're all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's fine. I, you're not going to do anything. <laughs> um, but I, the the thing I really love that's throughout. I mean, it starts right here at the beginning. How the TVA folks—they're not. There's no like. They're not panicked about him. They don't really give a shit. He's just kind of an annoyance, right? <laughs> it's yeah. fascinating. And I and I know like we're we're jumping around here, but like I think like one of the most like effective scenes in the whole piece for me was like him finding that like junky, forgotten, stupid oh, yeah. office drawer full of infinity stones. Oh, yeah. And it was just useless. And I was like, we for 20 movies were obsessed <laughs> right. over just touching these would kill you. Like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're paperweights here. <laughs> Because for a second, I was like, ooh, does that mean he's going to harness the power? And then I was like, oh, wait, they don't do anything there. And that was a full game changer. For that. that was when I kind of leaned. That was the first time I leaned forward in the, yeah. in the seat in the, in the show. I was like, ooh, okay, this is really, this is but presenting real, me with something new. Real quick, before the tweets start, I just wanted everyone to know <laughs> that we know 
<laughs> that the Infinity Stones, depending on what Marvel Universe they come from, whether it's a 616 or Marvel 2839, whatever, that different Infinity Stones will not work in other universes. We understand that. Also, we do also understand that they're not going to work at the TVA because the TVA is like this this i guess safe zone magic Please don't vortex tweet me. yeah yeah like right so <laughs> yeah. put your tweet away <laughs> it's like it's a flag like it's like safe. it's like <laughs> right. this, yeah. is, this is this is whatever's happening doesn't matter here yes please Please don't yell at us okay i just wanted to put that out there yes (laughs) or yell at me yell at me i don't care come and i've got a lot going on in my life i I have a lot of energy i need to take out on some people so come yell at me about this thing Uh, you heard it here adam wants it so yes and then i will come and i will watch it uh via my twitter quietly and then text adam oh my god and make fun of you Stephanie and I will look at the tweets, but we will not that, like, immediately regret it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Loki gets, they bring him through the porthole. It makes a little like ding elevator noise. So a question I had, which I wasn't 100% positive on that I wondered if all of you guys were, like they say, like reset the timeline. Does that mean that this Loki is room is like now existing outside of time like as of right now and then either have to yeah put him back so that all of those things did happen but if they don't put him back it doesn't happen or is this loki now like completely existing outside of everything and it doesn't matter all of that already happened i i think the simplest to me as someone who does not know the comics or does not know if this is like Oh, this is the run in 1999 when something, like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> He's talking about you, you, Brett and Stephanie. No, that, this is not that is, oh, this that is, is not the thing. <laughs> this show is like 90% original concepts. Which is amazing. Um, <laughs> again, this is no, I'm not, I'm not looking down anybody. I'm just, this is me talking about it in my ass. So again, when you come to yell at me, make sure you understand that I'm just, I'm the fool in this one. Cause Tom Link isn't on this episode. <laughs> um so I think yes, I think this is I think for simplicity's sake, I think he's just out of time and he's not here to correct his own stuff. He's here to like stop different branches from getting out of control, like the other people are doing. Okay. Uh Stephanie, what's your take on it? What do you think? Um basically what Adam just said, so okay. he has now become a time variant. Um mm-hmm. so as I would understand it. He's like diverged off of whatever his his path was supposed to be, and um, I feel like that Loki, that other Loki, is still in existence or something. Right? Yeah. I'm still very okay. dubious if if Owen Wilson was even telling the truth on that. We will have right. to wait and see. <laughs> you you don't just reveal. I mean, that seems like a reveal that actually is concealing a different. Well, truth. the space lizards. We got it. Like, I'm still not convinced those things exist. <laughs> Even oh, though I know they were in the in the comics, but there's a very oh man, I've seen episode two, and so I'm trying to like not. Make, <laughs> I don't want Ian to have to edit out things I might spoil, so I'm going to stop talking. Brett but, coming in here with the screener culture. I have as someone who has seen sorry as someone of episode two episode two watching experience. I, <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, did you get screeners too? No, surprisingly, I didn't. Everyone thinks that I did, and I'm just like, no, they don't run with it. <laughs> so, so Brett's the only fancy one here. Okay. Uh, but, so yeah, I don't know. I just that's that was the only thing that I was like, they're kind of explaining it, but they're like, 
they're getting up to the finish line of explaining what it means that he's a variant, but like not quite like I don't know if he goes back where like where do they put him back? Do they put him back so that that doesn't happen and he never picks up the Tesseract and is able to disappear? Like, <laughs> All oh. of the timeline stuff doesn't make any sense either, because I did realize this while writing about this episode that the whole thing in Endgame. So Hulk always took the stairs. He never took the elevator. They always made him take the stairs. That wasn't the original, you know. Um, and so when he busts out of, you know, the thing, because he took the stairs and then knocking Tony, which then Tony Stark should have remembered. Oh, yeah. When we got downstairs, Hulk like ran out, like busted right. through the wall. But instead, Tony Stark, who has already been there before, is running with the Tesseract in a case right into the Hulk's path. And so <laughs> and so it's like. That itself is this weird time thing of like, no, something about an end game, them going back in time should have made the Hulk have to take the stairs. So therefore, it was a new right. thing that Tony didn't know about. But nope, he did know about it and he just ran into it anyway. Right. So the timeline and stuff is all goofy, like Captain <clears throat> America, Peggy Carter. What are we talking about here? <laughs> well, I mean, like this is... Because I think they were very, they tried to be really clear in Endgame about the time travel rules that this was like throw out Terminator, throw out Back to the Future, throw out all that. Um, that this was like we were dealing with branches of different versions of stuff. So they were going back to a different version. So maybe in that version, mm. he took this, maybe there was a different thing. There was some small <laughs> difference. He escalator. He did. <laughs> right right he he repelled down because in that version like then you'd have the whole thing of like captain america would have remembered meeting himself and fighting himself right and but then taking that in consideration because i thought about that too um when they said like no the avengers were supposed to go back and you know do the thing so loki wasn't supposed to like steal the tesseract you see what i'm saying like that Mm -hmm. so when i got to that juncture i was like wait maybe Maybe. You know what? No one knows. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's a comic book show. Um, there are space lizards. Um. Yeah. I almost like, I really appreciated that line in the trial scene where she was like, no, the Avengers were supposed to do that. And it's like, good. That is literally all the explanation we yeah. need. Yeah. It's just a com- <laughs> We just need confirmation that the writer understands that we're going to have this question and then give us the bare minimum. I mean, listen, <laughs> Austin Powers too. say what you will about it. They did it fast where they were just like, listen, just enjoy yourself. Just You, you know what? Words of Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this will listen, not become I, an Austin Powers. I also okay. want to be on record that my big QAnon conspiracy about the show is that there is no space lizards. It's going to be yet another appearance of celebrated character actress uh, Jane Smart. I think she's going to show up. I think it's going to be multiple. I don't think. I think it's going to be Jane Smart as Mephisto. Jane Smart as Mephisto. Yeah, it's going to be different. It's going to be three different Jane Smarts. Um, it's going to be like. It's gonna be like the nutty Hacks professor. It's gonna be like smart. the nutty professor. Yeah, um, yeah. Mayor Jean Smart. <laughs> oh my god! Now I Watchman Jean Smart. Designing <laughs> women Jean Smart. I mean, right? I wouldn't be mad if she popped up. We we got Julia Louis Dreyfus right. and Falcon Winter Soldier. We get Jean Smart and Loki. Listen, we will be getting plenty of those. <laughs> I would, but folks. I will say, uh, Brett, I agreed with you. I would, or whichever one of you just said this. I I was like, my notes even say, where the fuck were these people in Endgame? Like I wrote that down like three times. <laughs> 
And then they said it, and I was like, great. Now I, that's fine. That is Moving on, check. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, all I needed them to say was like, yeah, we know Endgame <clears throat> happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Um, but so we get the, we, we like walk through the TVA. And I said this to you, Brett, before recording, but your aesthetic is becoming very in vogue as the aesthetic no. for like, like wacky kind of supernatural sci-fi shows. And I kind of love it. <laughs> this, I mean like this <laughs> set design is so unlike anything Marvel's ever done. Unlike anything that you don't, it's all orange and like concrete. It's a, it's a palette that you really never see in film anymore. It's Kubrick. But it's, it's yeah, like, it looks it. so only, it's very yeah. clockwork orange. It's very THX 1138, you know, mm-hmm. um, prisoner alien. Like it has this, specifically like 70s sci-fi vibe and i love it the fucking cartoon (laughs) (laughs) jay ward hannah barbera stuff like in it actually usually when people are aping older styles of things it's like okay well that doesn't look you know like this looked they nailed the tone and like the film grain and the color gradation like they did it so well Mm mm-hmm yeah. And Tara yes. Strong, voicing, mm-hmm. you know, voice actress extraordinaire who've, uh, who's voiced so many characters that we've grown up on. Um, to I didn't realize that was her. Clock. Yeah. You yeah, go on her IMDb page, it's like 5,000 things. Yeah. yeah. Well, she did She did Harley Quinn, right? At one point? Mm-hmm. She's, been, yeah. she's Harley Quinn for like the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, that's wild. I didn't realize that that was her. But I, yeah. So he gets there and I, you know, this continues the... Loki is here and no one cares that he's a god and he's yelling about being a god. Um, and no one is impressed. No one cares. No one doesn't matter. He's powerless. Um, and that seems to be the at least the theme of this episode, right? Him being mm-hmm. humbled into being like, oh shit. Um, and you know, like that even the robots designed weird, the robot that like pulls off his clothes, even that robot's design was like very yeah. weird. <laughs> like it looked like a live action Jetsons robot. Yeah. Um, because it has like a little computer face, but like, you know, arms or whatever. Um, it was rude that he drops into that room and we don't even see a little butt. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like, and I said this, I like, did he have to be I know Tom Hiddleston himself is is buff, but like we got another HGH guy in this in this universe. <laughs> you <Do> know, have, <laughs> I would have been more surprised if he wasn't. Cause actually, you know what? Right. It's fine. If Owen Wilson would have been jacked, then I would have been <laughs> like, okay, we got to come on intervention now. Because like, what are we doing? Mobius? Right. P90X? Why no. does he need like a, a three months? Uh, dawn to dusk workout routine. <laughs> but you know what? Loki, I can see um, being vain enough that he would yeah. have a soul cycle membership. <laughs> soul cycle. <laughs> he has a Peloton. He has a, a, a peck and pen, a peck and plant surgeon. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. yeah. He's going to see Dr. Miami. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Zizmore. Um, He's getting that BBL. so he you know goes through all these i do like the like oh sign this this is everything you've ever said i mean we already saw a commercial but he's like oh what and he's like oh now this too like i do like the like tediousness of him doing these things the the metal detector joke of like wait do a lot of people not know if they're robots (laughs) yeah (laughs) love that joke 
I was stressed because it was like, am I? <laughs> Is this the matrix? You wouldn't know. <laughs> well, I love that um, with the take the ticket thing, moving on to the next part, you know, like I did that it was just such a like that this is like they've all been there for eons and like yeah. they know these people aren't real like so they are not that's why there is this very frightening coldness to the way they're just like zapping everybody out of existence because they know that they're not either re like they, they have become very desensitized to stuff which which kind of like really made it feel very dangerous to me because i was like wow they they are not caring like they are just very eagerly zapping whatever in that place. Yeah, the only thing they care about is the <clears throat> serial killer that is killing all of the squads that are going to Nexus Points. Mm. That's the only time they're plucked. But the rest of it's just like, yeah, bye. You're right. bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, so I read, Brett, was it you? God, now I don't. I've read so everyone just so you know go to decider.com and check out brett's stuff because My fucking brett, dozen articles god it's been already a yeah the show's been out one day and you've written like <sighs> 85 articles on it already yeah i don't remember if it was you when about one of the trailers or that they think that the there's another woman right that we haven't seen yet like another actor in this isn't there yeah sophia Martino. Yes. and people think that she's the other loki that like it's gonna be we're gonna get Lady Loki like we did in the comics, um, and I kind of like I don't think that's that far fetched. I would be into that if it was the I case. I want that to be the thing. Yeah, right. Like that would be cool. Well, they went out of their way to, you know, as soon as he was like, "We're looking for the villain. We're looking for his Loki," and like then they cut to the scene and like it's a very clearly shrouded person. Yeah, doing yeah. this. So I could do it. You know, it's kind of dangerous, though, to be setting stuff on fire in a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> you got to be a god. You got to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is stressful. But, you know, maybe it's flame retardant, um, retardant or whatever the word is. <laughs> so we get uh, his trial and uh, Mobius had just been visiting a church where, I mean, now retroactively, we know that it was that other Loki did a bunch of murder, right? Um, and he found this little girl. When he, I did read a specific thing, it was you, right? Yes, it was. This was you, Brett. That like the little girl points to the devil, and immediately I got. I was like, oh, everyone, shut up! I don't want to hear Mephisto. Everyone, yep. shut up! Because clearly Loki has horns, and that's what she's pointing to the devil. And that was you, right? That wrote about that, Brett. I, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, my 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 managing editor Alex wrote an actual like longer piece about like shut up please this is not <laughs> Mephisto literally Kate Heron the director was quoted as saying oh my god we watched Loki or we watched WandaVision everyone was all this Mephisto stuff happened we were like oh shit like they're gonna think it's not it's just because he has horns <laughs> like that shot in the trailer was referenced in countless YouTube videos for WandaVision like it's, it's on them it's really on them <laughs> Uh, but so that little girl points to that devil. We know it was Loki. Um, then Mobius comes in and he kind of Loki's getting his trial. He's like listening in. And I really I like the back and forth here because, again, we're presented with these people who don't care that you are a god, Loki. But Loki's continually trying to like be like, but I'm a god. And they're like, uh-huh. That's cute for you. Like, no one gives a <laughs> shit. And I love that. love that journey for you, Loki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I, someone, I noticed that 
and someone pointed this out that, and I think this could be true. I would be curious what you guys thought that like one of the, um, the like old timekeepers that one of them is probably Kang, which I think is probably true. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Uh oh, well, no. so it, well. <laughs> there is. So, I mean, Ravana is Kang's like, you know, <laughs> girlfriend slash assassin. <laughs> Yeah, man, I can't. I really want that. I want them and to like. Don't fix that. Let it be problematic. My, my coworker Megan pointed out they cast Jonathan Majors as Kang. Yep. With so much notice for Ant Man three, like right <laughs> around the time they were filming. So I'm wondering, you know, Kang could show up, and that's a thing that would actually make sense and not be like a Mister Fantastic and Wandavision. Right. Kind yeah, of thing. that's what I mean. Like, it's not yeah. like crazy to think. I also want to point out that Marvel was like. Oh, you guys like Black Love from Black Panther? Okay, so like, let's do that with Kang and <laughs> a tale as old as time. A love that never ends. Oh man! I mean, I've just read all of Ravana's because I always do these big re- rereads of all comics or reads because I've never read this stuff. But like, Ravana is a maniac. Like, yes, she starts off as like a damsel in distress princess, but then there's this whole stretch where she's like impersonating Nebula and. Basically, like, beats the shit out of Avengers for a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just for shit she's, she's wild. <laughs> so go for a Gugu Mabatha Raw. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like, I could see that. Um, but I love the scene of him being like, we see him try to pretend to you. We see him like use his powers, but fail. Um, I really, when he's like, wait a minute. And he does it again. <laughs> um Brett and Adam, that reminded me a lot. All I could think of was Halfrek in Buffy mm. when she's like trying to leave the house and she's like, oh, damn it. And she has to break her own spell so she can use her own powers. Right. And that's what, <laughs> what that reminded me of. Um, I, I always love, appreciate I like a. I love like there being like a little bit of a boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, but Mobius stops before he is incinerated, I'm assuming is what they were going to do. Um, and uh, Mobius is like, wait, I can, you know, let me handle him. And she immediately, like, knows what he wants to do because she doesn't want him to do it. But he does get, I don't really have this in mind. I forget what it is. Like, what, is it just that she's like, fine, take him? Yeah, yes. I, think, I think so. <laughs> um, How can you say no to Owen Wilson? <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> but also, I want to know what that relationship was like. Not saying that it was romantic in any way, but like they clearly have a history. So yeah. is this is not the first time that Mobius has been like, yeah, let me do this thing. Um, and it probably has not panned out. So I'm, you know, I'm curious as if they'll possibly touch on that a little bit i hope they do but um my ears perked up because that banter was just really fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah and oh and i gotta okay i did put this i have to mention this because this really made me laugh when loki's trying to blame the avengers and like he's not that wrong right like i don't no. think he's wrong <laughs> like i hate to say the like evil god is right but like he's kind of right um but he says specifically, believe me, you can smell the cologne of two Tony Starks. I hope that was like <laughs> really good. <laughs> I like appreciate. I love this this picture that movies that he is not in paint of Tony Stark like that, and also the Thor Ragnarok moment where like Mark Ruffalo is wearing the clothes. And he's like, God, he wears his pants so tight. <laughs> Just love that. Uh, but yeah, so. I, I mean, Tom Middleton is just so enjoyable to watch um, that I think that like 
this could have been the slowest episode of TV and it would still be enjoyable, um, but it was not the slowest episode of TV. Uh, so Owen Wilson, or Mobius, takes, which I spelled wrong every time I spelled it in my notes, I have it spelled differently. <laughs> Morbius, give me Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes him back to like this like office that also looks like a 50s weird room. Um, and I love that on their way there, he says like, I don't like to talk. And what does he say? Like, I know, I know. And you also like to lie. And that was your first lie that you just told me because you do like to talk. And he like circles back to it again when they get to the front of the doors. And he's like, I thought you said you didn't like to talk. And Loki's, you can see Loki being like, God damn it, these people. Like, yeah, this <laughs> scene, though, the master class and like acting of this scene, of this interrogation scene, which is a big info dump, but they, they make it to where both Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston are playing characters that are simultaneously intimidating and hilarious. Yeah. And they like neither of them are intimidating. Like at the same time, either if like they just trade off, like mm. they keep undercutting each other. You're never sure when you, when you think that Owen Wilson is the dumb, dumb, all of a sudden he does something that makes you think, nope, he's the smart one. But then as soon as you're like, man, Loki's really being a chump that he does something. The dance that they play yeah. is it's so fun. And Owen, I cannot wait for six episodes of that. Owen Wilson's character <clears throat> Owen Wilson is doing something that's like doing Gene Wilder very proud. It's this <laughs> sort of like, kind of like a little bit was touched on in Willy Wonka. This is just something he always did, which was just like this sort of, like that sweetness that would allow you to drop your guard, but then, ooh, he he kind of gets you a little bit, but it would never be evil. It would always just be a little like, you know, you were always still a little bit on his side and you knew like, okay, he's just kind of, kind of just seeing me is kind of the, the most intense it gets. You know who else? Um, Owen Wilson is like channeling in this for Mobius. Iyanla Van Zandt. Uh, because uh, if you have ever watched Iyanla Fix My Life, um, it is very much so um, the same energy as Mobius kind of like showing, like making Loki watch his life back and like, <laughs> saying something nice and then cutting him down saying something <laughs> nice then cutting him down it was very i was like did oprah produce this like what <laughs> like what is this i miss van zant's influence on the mcu the last oh she <laughs> i'm amazed shows. she's not been cast yet we are she is going to be one of the space blizzards she'll be it's gene smart <laughs> We got her, you know, it's going to be Gene <laughs> Smart and her yes. coming in I together. Will live, I will, I will fish. I will get Marvel. I will get an M tattooed on me. <laughs> well, listen, that's going to be, yeah, it's going to be not on her watch. It's going to be literally not on her watch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, the two of them, I mean, not to oversell it, but like, it's reminding me a lot of Agatha and Wanda together where it's like, oh, these people don't really like each other, but they're enjoyable together. Mm -hmm. um, and I think <clears throat> a little bit, that's what like was missing from Falcon and Winter Soldier was that they were both kind of like stick in the muds. And it's like, mm, but neither one of them is like the fun one. And we needed like a fun one. Whereas here, it's kind of like they're both kind of a fun one. Um, less so Mobius, but I mean, but he also, because he's like, Owen Wilson is still doing Owen Wilson. Like it feels like he's like, doing his Royal Tenenbaums stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, it's one of those things where this is, um, this is 
you know, this is the, the third Marvel show we're getting right now, and it's and it's and it's a, a lovely break because it is not explicitly so far about uh, an exploration of trauma. So I think it <laughs> That's is also true. <laughs> like we're getting a little. We did explore some. We did like just tape his eyes open and watch his mother's death and his own death and, and all that. But we right. But hey, but we, we got a serial killer to find. Yeah. 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 Like, he does seem to yeah. have yeah. process that pretty quickly. And so, yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so Owen Wilson or Mobius does his like, this is your life stuff with Loki. Um, we also learn, which is important. He has that time turner thingy. That's like a button that's in his hand. So when Loki goes to like attack him, he like, then he's just back where he started. Um, so while they're talking, Loki like gives his shtick about being a god and like I forget what he's saying but he's saying like oh I would be king king of space and Mobius is like a nice feather in your cap Loki king of space and it's just like he's so shitty like he's not really being shitty he's just kind of matter of factly like oh that's what you said <laughs> but it's well, like the still worst like shade is when yeah, someone's just yeah. like yeah <laughs> just like like patiently being like no no tell me your plan well, and even then this your plan whole... was to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole setup, like the specific scenes they show from Avengers, were so perfect because what Loki is so mad at right now is that he can't move on his own. He doesn't have his powers. No one believes. Like he has lost all power. And then they show him the scene of like of him and Avengers being like the worst thing about humankind was choice. Like, and it's very much like you made your bed lie in it. Like it's, you know, you don't like it so much, do you? It's very, yeah, it's, I just love how it totally dissects and breaks him down. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another thing, Mobius is like big metaphor guy makes you sound super smart. And Loki (laughs) says, I am smart. And he says, okay, like there's no, (laughs) I love that. Right. It it would shred me. Like I would just be shredded. I I would just be like, (laughs) I would have been crying. Like, you're right. I'm terrible. <laughs> like that. Okay. I would have been like, I know I'm pretending I'm actually a piece of shit. Like, I just feel like I would have spiraled immediately. <laughs> I also loved when he was like, so like you've never achieved your glorious purpose, but you, you're really good at helping other yeah. people yeah. <laughs> achieve their glorious purpose. Like, I mean, I, like, you did kill Phil Coulson, but I mean, that formed the Avenger. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> oh, it's just like so good. I, I will say at that moment, I was like, oh, is this where they're going to say, but you didn't even kill him, right? Because he came back to life. Me too. No. I, right. Wow. Because shields not in cannon. <laughs> With that echo. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, is this where we're going to do it? And then I was like, oh, no, we're not going to do it. Are we? No, we're not. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, fine. Uh, but I, w- I wouldn't have minded a bit like, burp. but then we get the DB Cooper bit, which I did like. Oh, um, yeah. Adam, he looks say- just like the police sketches too, which yeah. is that was crazy. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, because there's I, a I, mystery of DB Cooper on HBO Max. I like watched it when it came out last year, and so seeing that all reenacted, like he says the exact same thing that DB Cooper said to the flight attendant. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> they did a really good job. Because yeah, I googled that after because I knew that I, like you know I, I'd read that that was going to be in here. Which, Adam, I can't remember if you said this before recording or during, but, like, how you thought that was going to be, like, an episode. And I did, too. Yeah, it was before. So, I mean, like, that was all over the trailers where it was, yeah. like, you know, he he's kind of 
in his devilish suit and he's kind of winking at you know at the, at the flight attendant and, she, and she's not she's not not into it um yeah and then like she you know she kind of jumps out and, and and so like that was i was thinking was going to be like because they were intercutting it with this all like we need your help and you're gonna help track down the so-and-sos yeah. and i was like oh he's just gonna get slick and then this is his look for the rest of the show and then they were like no he's gonna be this like famous person in history which like for like, a, for like a, a family guy swipe away aside <laughs> That's a really accurate description of it. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's, yeah, Loki, I know. Yeah, but remember the time you were D.B. Cooper? Like, Yes. He's like, remember the time, we, last time we flew on a plane? And then cut to that scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I did like that. And I did Google it. And Brett, yeah, I was like, holy shit, he looks like this sketch. Like, that looks like Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we get, that's that's the only part when I was like, okay, now it's getting a little tedious. But then we like... I don't know. I then I I I, I like the stuff with the mom because while we have done dead parent, uh, I, I for lack of better words, to death in the MCU, it's like everyone's got a dead parent. Everyone's upset about it. This felt a little bit different because it's like we watched that happen in the movies. We watched. We knew that that parent, um, and it was nice to see. Because the reaction they we they had in Dark World was just too easy breezy. Our mom's dead. Mm, okay. Um, well, he does so many like crisscross in that yeah. movie. Like he was like pretending he wasn't into it. Then just kidding, he was. You know, he was he was he was very depressed. You know, in that room. Uh, and then just kidding, he was trickery. And then you know, and then he goes to fight it. Like I mean, Dark World was like Loki was all. And then even at the end, he was dead. And oh no, he wasn't. He's he's owed right. secretly. Yeah, yeah, and like. I, it just it, it also makes sense because right even if we're going for like ultra super villain Loki who just you know had all these aliens murder a bunch of people in New York okay yeah I, I I still believe that he would be upset that like him sending those like trolls up to wherever is what led to his mom being murdered right like okay even if he's a heartless killer he still might be upset about his mom and I Tom Hiddleston I thought did a really good job the like acting in that scene was really good because he's like muted but like you can see the hurt in his face and you can see the tears in his eyes um and i i don't know i like i like that i liked seeing him react like we're literally just looking at his face reacting to this movie where his mom dies you know like i don't know i thought that was mm -hmm. definitely a good choice to also humanize him because this is super villain loki yeah. but like showing okay cool he does care about his family well and it's just showing that you know if we're talking about everyone's destiny and stuff like that, like Loki was always, always destined to like change um, and like, you know, steer away from his villainy and all of that too. I thought that moment was brilliant actually, because we're doing a whole reset. Like they literally stripped him of his Asgardian robes or leather, I should say. And um, <laughs> <laughs> they showed that, yeah, regardless, like he's still capable of, um, you know, actually having emotions and caring. Yeah, I mean, Mobius gets him all the way to the core of like, why do you do this stuff? Why did you suck that guy's eye out? Why are you an asshole? And it comes down to just like, I like he does like Loki doesn't like love himself or feel confident. The only way to like assert, you know, his dominance is just be an asshole to people. Like it was like, Oh my God, that's so uh, like what the greatest trick of a weak person is like being a uh, scare. I can't remember how he says it, but it's just like, God, that's so yeah. 
And then that's the most like raw we've seen. That's some raw Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah, but, we, I mean, we we needed to see him. Um, I think like because again, any like he needed to go against this sort of formidable foe, like something that was just he needed to go up against the um, cold, uncaring universe rather than like his brother who would challenge him and he'd be like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to show up, but I'm going to like, he wasn't doing any of that. There was no one to show up. No one was impressed or not impressed. Everyone was just blank. Didn't care. Yeah. Which is like, they were just like, they were like, yeah, I mean, uh, sure. I agree. You are, you're cool. Like we, you are not real. And we do need to like you to come either like, we're going to zap you into non-existence or you're going to come help us with this thing. It really does not matter. Yeah, you know what? That's it. It's like, okay, you can help us or we can kill you. We truly That's don't the thing. Like, they were trying to be like, oh, we're going to make him feel like a real piece of shit. Like, right. they were just like, no, we we just need you to, like, sh- whatever you say, we're just going to, this is more important. Yeah. <laughs> Which is almost like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like you and I can relate to that. Adam, <laughs> right? like, this is me. Every time I'm spiraling and someone's just like, yes, I understand your spiral. You're very valid. Um, <laughs> the dogs do need to be walked. They will <laughs> go to the bathroom on the floor right now. If you don't. <laughs> My mom's like, ah, you're spy. I get it. You're depressed. Did you take out the trash? <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have fun here in hell. Um, <laughs> so also there's right after that, cause Loki kind of thinks like, Oh, you're, you're showing me this, but this isn't real or whatever and loki says i'll kill you and mobius says what like you did your mother and like jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) like that made me like like i like clutched my hands to my chest like oh did he say can he say that (laughs) um so mobius is pulled away because there was a situation but the situation is just we got to talk about what the fuck you're doing with loki get him out of here uh and Loki has escaped because he is a trickster. Um, I will say I was a little worried. I was like, oh, shit, is this going to be like, oh, he's like causing chaos throughout the. But this, I thought it did a good job of serving the purpose of humbling him even more because he's escaped. But there is nothing he can do. Like he knows, oh, I now it either is I help them or get incinerated. They don't care because, look, I'm wandering around this place and nothing matters. Um, they just touch so you with the need- stick and you go away. Like they're really like no one's bothered. Yeah. <laughs> right. No one is bothered at all. And so we we meet Casey. Well, we again meet Casey, who is the front desk person. Um uh, Internet's new boyfriend, him. Casey. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, Eugene Cordero. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, so Adam and I mentioned this before recording. I tweeted this. Stephanie, I'll need to know your opinion. I don't think you were here yet when I brought this up. Do we think this was a scream reference? Because he asked the man his name. Oh, the man God. says his name is Casey. Loki deepens his voice and says, I'll gut you like a fish, Casey. Casey, that which is what Ghostface says to Drew Barrymore's Casey Becker in Scream 1 in the opening. Uh, Stephanie, what's your opinion? <laughs> I think that it is. I, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, and then the fact that he didn't understand that reference, I'm just like, okay, so y'all aren't what's watching a, What's TV, a fish? Huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so, it has to be. His voice went to that place. Gut you like a fish. That's that has not been uttered in a film <laughs> since Scream. Um, and, and, this, and, these, and this whole bunch and this whole MCU is one big little pop culture fest. So yes, that's hundred percent what the thing is. That is true. It is. That is true. I think it's just some shit they did on set. I don't. I don't also, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just funny that Loki <laughs> yeah. sat up and watched 
screen, like the screen, the whole screen franchise at one point before dying. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> Not even before sense. dying, like before his whole like usurp of the throne. Like this was right. like in the early oh, right. days. Yeah, yeah, right. right. For the DB Cooper thing, but before <laughs> finding out that he's adopted. Yeah, like before. <laughs> Yeah, before he even got in touch with Thanos, he just really was like every other, you know, depressed queer person. Well, I think Thanos worked at the blockbuster that he rented them from. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is the same blockbuster that um, Captain Marvel (laughs) um, crashed? Yeah, yeah. Yes. (laughs) It's like, Loki's like, yeah, I watch Stream. Yeah, I stand Gail Weathers. I'm a basic gay. (laughs) He He would be for Gail, yeah. Of course he would be. Are you kidding me? I mean, Gail <laughs> might be Loki. That's true. Yes, exactly. Oh I mean, <laughs> those bangs. Yeah, that's Loki, chaos. Loki had short hair until he saw <laughs> yeah. Scream. So, but I so I he, have he like took the Gail hair. Yeah, I have like four different points about this. I'm just like, this has to be right. It's Scream. Oh my god, that was like my exciting moment. But I love, love that he opens that drawer, sees all those Infinity Stones, and they don't do shit. It doesn't matter. It's um, It was so powerful. It was just to have it just be like, I, that That moment needed to happen for him to just shut up and just, yeah. and stop trying to get out of here. Yes, because like, like you said, Adam, it was like 20 movies of like, ooh, we can't even go near these things. It and now here we are. the most important thing to every important character to us for the last decade. You and, killed and it, so many women. Like, if you were an assassin in the Marvel Universe, oh God. done. <laughs> God, I hate that so much. I killed so many women. Fact, Jesus <laughs> no. Christ. And so, how do you kill Gamora and Black Widow, characters that are arguably interchangeable on their teams, in the exact same way in back-to-back <laughs> movies and not see that you're being lazy? Well, she, she couldn't biologically birth a child and Jeremy <laughs> Renner had children so his life was more uh, was worth it. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> we watching Endgame was just like, and she's just like, no, your life was, I'm like, eh. like <laughs> after he'd spent like years just like killing swaths of people who had nothing to do with the Thanos in oh, any way. Well, come God. this fall, we'll see him managing an apartment building in Brooklyn. What's happening with his character? Yeah, it's not even his. I thought like I thought like um, what's her what's her name? Who's going to be the lead in, in Hawkeye? Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Um, yeah, like I I think like it's it's she's not even playing his daughter that he was like teaching to do the arrow stuff with in Endgame. So I'm just like. I, I did think, even what though, like, I know... What is this 80s sitcom kind of like, <laughs> yeah, now I'm teaching this other person. I, I did think, even though I know that's not the way it is in the comics, I thought that's what they were going to do in the MCU. I thought that was, like, the whole point of showing that, to be like, this is going to be Kate Bishop, so we can get rid of Jeremy Renner because he is a problem. But no, that's not what happened. Um, <sighs> anyway, uh, getting back to Loki, uh, so he ends up back in that same... He's traveling around. I, I got to point this out because people are talking about it. There's no way that's fucking Peggy Carter that walked through that portal behind him, right? There's just no way. Uh, what? No. I don't even know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> Stephanie, did you see that online? No. Oh, my what? God. Am I the only person that follows these people with those, like... Unfollow them. They <laughs> sound horrible. <laughs> like, they're doing no. shrooms. <laughs> people... 
I mean, yeah. like, no disrespect, but the people that do the, like, 80 Easter eggs in every episode of this Marvel show, YouTube videos by 5 a.m., no thank you. Well, the problem, I, what, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think, well, first of all, Brett, don't tell Ian to do any healthy internet habits. We'll actively do the opposite. You'll be like, you're not my dad. I'm going to keep doing this thing. <laughs> oh, me? You know what? It's, but if it is her, like, did they, like, come pick her up because Steve came back? Because if so, that's another reason to dislike Fuck. Steve Rogers. Fuck is Steve. Maybe he is on the moon like everybody was thinking. <laughs> oh god. Okay. I hate <laughs> theories. I hate fan theories so I, fucking much. I, I, if I okay, could wait. Let erase me tell you all. one thing from existence, it would be the concept of fan theories. <laughs> Let me tell you the concept what I'm talking of fans. About. Yeah. Fans. <laughs> Just in general, how dare when Loki's like scrambling around the hallway, there's um one of the guards comes in holding a woman with like a very fifties-ish haircut, and she's in like a, a blue button-up blouse and like a pencil skirt. And so people immediately were like, oh, is that Peggy Carter? And as opposed to literally any woman from the 50s, right. as opposed to white woman from the 50s, which is oh. like, OK, that's fine. It doesn't have oh. to be Peggy Carter. And also like having one of the people they pick up fit the aesthetic of the set also makes sense for the Like yep. that fits the aesthetic, right? Of the no, show. It has to be a reference. Everything has to be a reference and every character has to potentially show up in every episode. I'm uh. watching this clip right now. And I mean, <laughs> Sure. It, <laughs> it, it, for reasons that I are guess. funny to me, I'll say that it's Peggy and that they pick Steve <laughs> up to and they erase that whole thing out of existence. And that's why Sharon Carter got an apology at the end of um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's why now she felt so confident on the steps of the Capitol being like, it's done. I'm in yep. the spy. She was talking to the lizard. She was talking to the lizard. The spy has been believed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But so that I like, I mean, I'm always like looking just because like, you know, I didn't think it would be fucking Peggy Carter, but it's like, oh, maybe they'll like make it a reference to like, because like, a thing the MCU likes to do, I feel like with references like that, it would be a throwaway character that you could say is someone, but not, they're not going to reference. Or it would Peggy be like, Carter. she would be wearing a costume from the comics. Like yes. it would be just like some like, Oh, this is a background like character in a AIM. Walt Simonson issue. So, like right. they would do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or like an aim soldier outfit. Right. Where yeah. like we wouldn't recognize the outfit, but maybe someone else, but like, yeah, that's not going to be right. Okay. I just needed to address that because I know some people. <laughs> so my, I mean, Facebook is a nightmare anyway, but my Facebook is especially a nightmare of like, all the recommended things are always like no name site dot like edu. You can, and it's like you can random Marvel theorize right now. We will see uh, uh, Wanda's twins as somebody's arms before we'll see Haley at will show up in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's the, yeah, I, I, <laughs> Stephanie, Why I didn't they make Billy and Tommy puppets? <laughs> I just really they wish they hands, but they're right. Billy and Tommy. <laughs> you know, I did see Stephanie. I did see your fucking tweet of is is Loki gonna meet Harriet Tubman? Well, yeah, because whenever <laughs> whenever these time these let's play around with time comes up, just as a black person, I'm just like, okay, so here's where you need to stay away from, so that we don't have any questions. Because it's always going to be like, so y'all just let y'all just let slavery, you just let World War II happen, you just sat back. 
possible. You just let all these things happen. Cool, cool, cool. So but you had to go steal two two hundred thousand yeah. dollars from a Seattle bank and then <laughs> right. jump out of a plane. Great, cool. So that was supposed to happen. <laughs> Loki inspired um, the Underground Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna faint. I'm gonna faint right here on the middle of the podcast. I do love I'm one. so I'm sorry. Gonna... <laughs> In the poll that Stephanie tweeted, one of the options was like, "Please let her live." Please let her. What was it? Please let her like sleep or rest. Please or let her rest. And it was like 84. <laughs> percent And I'm like, cool. So I'm happy we got that out the way. Someone's gonna ask. <laughs> <sighs> but so, <laughs> so it's not Peggy Garter. He ends up back in that office. Um, I do. I don't know. I just I I liked watching him. So then he fast forwards right, and he watches that his father also like passed away. And I just I don't know. I thought this was a really good way of making us like this Loki, who we already do like, but it like gives him a more human side that we had gotten to after five hundred movies, but had been erased because of where this Loki came from. I don't know. I just thought that was like storytelling wise. I mean, all of us are writers, right? I think story wise, that was a really smart way to make him human quickly. Right. Speed it right on up. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what they did. Uh, so again, like showing him like have not say anything, just show the facial expressions and stuff like that. It's just letting you know that is they're already playing with the themes of choice destiny um and all these other things and it's just like yeah loki is a terrible terrible person but he too can do good and he's capable of that <laughs> right. and i love that yeah yeah um and then he kind of just loki and mobius have a talk and it kind of is just like i i don't really i wasn't sure i, I, I haven't rewatched it i was meant to is there like a I'm going to, it's that he's just going to help them hunt the other Loki, right? That's like the plan here, right? That's what they need him for. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seems to be right now, but according so, to our little animated video, we're heading toward like, it feels like it telegraphed right away that like, yes, whatever is going on here will fail and there will be yeah. a multiverse war and there will be, and like the, the TVA, they were basically like, if the TVA went away, there'd be a multiverse of madness movie right afterwards. <laughs> um, so I feel like there's gonna be some sort of a like, it's either gonna be maybe like, like, ooh, there was rot within the TVA, we gotta get it, um, or there is some triumph for whatever the villain I'm gonna is. Wash that rot right out of my TVA. <laughs> and, and you know, like. <laughs> The TVA also isn't the only ones that are the quote unquote keepers of time because Kang's whole situation is similar to theirs as far as like what affects like, you know, where it, where it is on the timeline or whatever, like that safe, like that John Wick safe zone or whatever. Um, and then there's like two other companies, I'm just going to call them, that kind of do a thing. And then also we don't know that whoever this person who's like killing these agents um, is actually inherently evil because um, it could just be from another timeline where they're trying to fix something or prevent something from happening in that thing. So that has me interested. So, you know, let's let's put away our who are we calling the villain guns and just let them, you know, set them on the table real quick. Let them rest. We don't have to pick <laughs> them up just yet. <laughs> 
Well, I mean that would—I mean that was like ten thousand think pieces during Wandavision was just like we're six episodes in. Where's the big bad? This is ridiculous. I can't even stand yeah, the robot. Um, so I'm like, if y'all don't relax and just let <laughs> things happen, like, oh my, like I'm, I'm just saying, like, where are you going? I know up uh, outside is open broke again. How we watch television. <laughs> they it, they <laughs> really did, and I, <laughs> I hate it. God, yeah, I hate the four it of us. The four of us are such extreme online fucking grumps. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you've seen this much, well, kid. We're the space wizards. We're the space wizards. We've seen it all. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. The pandemic and Twitter, like, just changed me because <laughs> everything eroded away. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're, we're, what is going on here? Like, am I contributing to the downfall of society? <laughs> Well, it's that whole like millennial Gen Z pride war going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> I had to mute the word. It's a bit mute pride. <laughs> mute pride. That's that's never a better like thing of just like you are not Summation. in your twenties during pride <laughs> is when you have to you're like Pride Month is almost here. Ugh. Yeah, it's like uh, take a drag of a cigarette my hand shaking. I was telling everybody who would listen, I was just like, I'm getting off. T- I'm not even, I'm not going to be online. I'm not I gonna- don't even know what you're talking about because I'm trying to stay off Twitter as much as possible. <laughs> I can't tell if you're doing a bit or you actually don't know. No, that. I know that there is something okay. about kink at pride and I thought it was old people, but then I saw, uh, I inferred yes. from another tweet that it's actually the young people that are yeah. mad about it. It's, and well, that just, and then I'm just like, you know what? I don't understand. So, I don't want to understand. Yeah. And I don't care. <laughs> and, and Bob the drag queen kind of like got involved on this. Um, and, and they were like, um, they kind of just shared a very harmless, and anytime like, like a drag race person does anything, like ever people are like, well, you should go die. Um, right, yeah. So like they shared this like <laughs> meme that was just like about like, you know, just about Gen Z being a prude um, and that sort of stuff. And, you know, and Gen Z will not stand for any of that. And they will, and, and, and the, the the shade is supposed to go one way and it does not come back the other way, no matter what. It's bullying the it other way. very much bullying the other way. And <laughs> How so, dare. And there are so many people like, in Bob the Queen's comments, just being like, "Oh, not you, not you too." Listen, Bob not survived you. Tanisha and Mon. Bob can survive. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Love. It's just one of those things where, like, listen, when I was nineteen, I was just like, "No, we are not doing that. We are not those. We are not those." Guys. That is. Well, weird. I like yeah. when I was nineteen. I wasn't on any social media. <laughs> also I think I might have yeah. had a MySpace. Maybe. Yes, I definitely had MySpace. I was. I, I didn't was have like that. A, I, I really didn't. Two thousand three. So yeah, I had my. I think I was about to have MySpace. I was, I, I was closeted and had no social media, and I was. I don't even want to say I was happier. <laughs> we will see what happens. We will see how we will see what happens. How I feel about that going forward. <laughs> um, I will say I was like. The lowest run <laughs> F minus MySpace like person where like uh like teen girls would come into my work and be like, You're Ian Carlos from MySpace. And it was like my friends that I've had for that long Whoa. will still like drag me about that. They'll be like, Oh, you're Ian Carlos from MySpace. Are you like <laughs> an original influencer? Like fucking no. I made no money. Do you money have off like of a it. Wikipedia page? Oh, no. <laughs> I got oh, stopped on the boardwalk once and that was like I peaked. I peaked then. Wow. <laughs> it was like a, a gaggle of like tween girls that were like, stop me and my friends all understandably and as they should have made fun of me fucking forever for it. <laughs> anyway, getting back to Loki. Uh, so yeah, then we get a clip of this, you know, this figure with their cloak up. They light 
the field on fire. They uh, one assumes murders all of the TVA mm-hmm. guards. Very chilling and adventures of Sabrina. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, yes. Um, and that's <laughs> the end. And now for a quick break. Folks, do you love movies? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. So much so, they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top-quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the 20th anniversary of the cinematic masterpiece Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts made for the brave members of the Movies by Yourself Club. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks, and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. And as a special gift to you, listeners can save 10% on their order with the code SUPERSLAYERFEST, all caps, no spaces, at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies, y'all. Uh, Brett, what was your favorite scene from this first episode? The cartoon. The okay. cartoon had me screaming with <laughs> that joy. Is very I you. love that. Oh. Uh, Stephanie, what was your favorite scene? Um, I think it was the Mobius Van Zant moment uh, when he's just like, you know, putting Loki through this very hardcore um, therapy session. There's not going to be like some, there's some drama majors out there in college right now who are going to try to do that scene as like a brown bag. uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to be a little little two-person scene. Uh, Adam, what was your favorite scene? Definitely, I think it was like it was like I just love Casey. Like it was like I think it was that whole like Casey scene, like down from like how like fun Casey was being, the gotcha like a fish Casey line, uh, leading up to like the very very unexpectedly powerful moment of the um, Infinity Stones being a little pieces of garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, this is like not fun, but I think it was Loki. Like the reaction of him watching that his mom like died and also died because of something he had done um that just was like a very there was a lot i liked about this but that i think was my favorite moment um and i liked all the lines i mentioned clearly i wrote them down um what grade do you give this episode stephanie um i'm gonna give it a b plus all right all right uh adam b plus two i i could have done with some more me it was a little skinny okay uh brett a minus. All right, all right. Um, yeah. I think I'm a B plus as well. Uh, thank you all for joining days, me for this. I'm gonna have you do your grade first. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what, what I have, like. That's what I want to gauge it off of, right? That's right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brett. You were the only one to give an A. Like I wanted to, but I was scared, and I was a B plus safe. <laughs> I am confident I that, in my love of things. I guess I love that no, you I'm guys act as though I'm gonna be like, oh, you're fucking never allowed on the podcast again. You gave it. <laughs> you give it an f that's fine uh but thank you all for joining us thank you all for listening and uh if you like slayer fest 98 you can find us on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube and anywhere else you get your podcasts if you like us subscribe us subscribe to us and rate us on apple Podcasts. we could use some new positive ratings 
And if you want to support us, you can support us on Patreon, where you get access to bonus episodes, uh, our My Nudie Judy video series, and more. And if you want to find us on social, we are at SlayerFestX98. I'm Ian X, at IanXCarlos on all social media platforms. Brett, where can everyone find you? You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at, at Brett White and uh, Decider.com slash author Brett White, whatever, you know, go there. That's where all this uh, where too much Loki stuff is going on. Quite that's that's so where uh, 80% of Slayer Fest content tweets will be coming <sighs> from is Decider.com slash Brett White. Too much. <laughs> uh, Adam, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Adam Sass. Uh, you can also uh, go to my website, adamsassbooks.com, where you can find links to uh, my current book, Surrender Your Sons, and uh, my future books, which are coming out next year. And Stephanie? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at stuff underscore I underscore will. And uh, please do that because I have a really huge announcement coming um, hopefully the mm. first week of July because it is killing me. Oh. Um, but yeah, just stay tuned. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.